Please be seated. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. Oh, yeah, sing along. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the water lifted me, now safe am I. Artist, love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Oh, oh, wait, wait, hold on. We forgot one thing. So men, men, when we sing love lifted, you go, even me. Y'all remember that? Yeah, okay. Nice and loud. And it's nice for men because you can do the kind of, even me. All right, so let's do the chorus one more time with the, the little even me part. And if ladies, if you want to, it's equal opportunity. You can go, even me. Ready? Love lifted. Love lifted. When nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted, love lifted, when nothing helped, big finish could help, love lifted me. Very nice. Give yourselves a hand. Hey, we just got Pentecostal, y'all. We did. No one fell out. Lots of singing. Let's make room for our friend here. Um, And we even had a few tongues of fire from the babies this morning. And some of you, there, there were probably three reactions to this that all sort of sort of fell into one of these three categories. Right now, now I'm glad to say that not too many of you um, had the reaction of the people standing on the outside of the room on the day of Pentecost. I don't think too many of you thought I was drunk. I mean, I'm like this most of the time, anyway. Um, and then, because some of you, you know, that's not a usual thing that happens. Uh, uh, preachers don't usually lead sing-alongs before their sermon. One of the biggest pieces of advice I got from just about every preaching professor was never sing during a sermon, and I just broke that today. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and, and then the second one was, um, and this is why I always throw in the even me, some of you were kind of looking around. Maybe you didn't know that hymn. Not a big Episcopal hymn, but um, I do know there are a lot of, of uh, former Southern Baptists in the room and Methodists who who know that hymn, uh, many in the choir, thankfully. But you stood on the edges and, and were, 
We're not singing, but we're amazed. Felt good. It felt good to hear that song again. You were amazed that somebody was singing like this and that the the crowd was singing spontaneously. Um, You understood, but you weren't quite in the fray. And then there were the majority of you who joined in. You got caught up. Uh, You sang with tongues of fire this morning and sang my favorite hymn, uh, Love Lifted Me, all together. And you even added in the extra parts with great gusto and applauded. And so, you know, we just experienced Pentecost um, like the people did on the original day of Pentecost. Um, Because when the Spirit, um, when the Spirit descends upon us, um, those are pretty normal reactions for us to have, aren't they? I mean, we as Episcopalians, you know, people make fun of us and call us the frozen chosen, but, but cliches, are, cliches are cliches because they're kind of true. And so a lot of times we'll find ourselves at the movement of the Spirit kind of standing on the edges going, Whoa. right? Um, sometimes I'll go with, with friends that I, I work in youth work with to their churches and they have rock bands, and you know there's a lot of this going on. And um, I, I can't say that I've never done this, but I do sway and sing along. <laughs> right? Because the Spirit is moving. Who knows how the Spirit is moving in those kids in that service and in those people in that service? Um, she is there. And then, you know, we find ourselves sometimes standing on the edge, amazed. Um, I see this a lot in this community. Um, We'll, we'll see the Spirit moving and we'll, we'll, we'll notice, but we don't really say much about it. Um, we kind of take it in quietly and, and go our way um, as we go to love and serve the Lord. But still we're amazed and still we see. And, and then, you know, there are those of us who, who join in. And, and luckily, and you know, this last year ha- has just been one instance after another of this happening in this community. Um, I see people nodding their heads, which is wonderful. Um, we've been in a time of transition after uh, saying goodbye to a rector who was here, you know, nearly 20 years, 18 years. And that's so hard. And even when it goes well, it's hard, and it has been hard. But time and again, um, I and, and, and Kim would agree, and any, all of us here would agree, that we've seen people rising to the occasion and taking the reins of leadership and, and, and looking upon one another with compassion during moments of anxiety, um, during moments when, that, that we have all shared when we are not so sure about the future of this church. And, you know, one thing you'll notice from the story is that when the Spirit, um, the people who uh, the Spirit kind of descended upon, if they, even if they weren't the people who were speaking with the tongues of fire, there was a kind of radical unity in that room. People who were speaking in these tongues understood each other. And the people who were not speaking in those tongues understood what was going on and saw it for what it was. Right? And, and so we have had that kind of radical unity. And, and when we suspect that that radical unity is taking place, we can acknowledge that the Spirit is present. Because that is what the Holy Spirit looks like is this radical unity. 
So in the coming year, very soon, we're going to be calling a new rector. And I'm anticipating liking this new rector very much, whoever he or she is. And I'm anticipating having a lot of exciting things happen. But I'm also anticipating that there will be moments when I'm not exactly happy with the new direction. Or I'm not exactly satisfied. Or there's something that causes me anxiety or fear uh, about what's going on. And yet in those moments, we can be... Uh, suspicious that the Holy Spirit is lurking just around the corner. We are promised this by the day of Pentecost. That as we pray for the Holy Spirit, even within our tension and our anxiety, the Holy Spirit can descend and we can find that way towards this radical kind of unity that we see. In a little while, we're going to um, bless the pilgrims who are going, um, who I'm going with down the Camino um, next Sunday. Um, and we're leaving next Saturday. And when we take the kids on pilgrimage, we, we don't let them take cameras and we don't let them take iPhones. And we tell them this is because we want them to see with the eyes of their heart, which to me sums up the day of Pentecost. We are all called to move within this miracle and to see and hear with the eyes of our heart. So friends, let's get Pentecostal this year as we move into the next chapter, as we move into the next part of our spiritual life, as we move into the next part of our earthly pilgrimage. Let's get Pentecostal. Let's see with the eyes of our heart. And look for that radical unity. Step off the sidelines. Stop shaking our heads. And join in with the miracle of this day. All right, one more time. Love lifted even me. Love lifted even me. When nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Love lifted even me, love lifted even me, when nothing else could help, love lifted.